0: Hi, folks, and thank you for listening to this Tortoise Shack podcast. This is a conversation I had over a week ago with, with co founder of the Adoption Rights Alliance, Claire McGettrick. She's also, you'd know Claire from one of being one of the co directors of the Clan project. We talked about the Mother and Baby Home Report, what has and has not happened, and what is going wrong with the redress scheme. Uh, it's yet again, um, unfortunately, insult upon injury. To hear these podcasts as they're produced, as they're turned around, you can join us on patreon.com forward slash and there's a ton of additional content there. Right now, in the last few days alone, we had Mick O'Toole join us to discuss his new book, Blacklight, and the latest with the Kinnaghan and Hutch cartels. We had a deep dive into the Shane Ross controversy, if that's what it, we're calling it now. We had a discussion on what an eviction ban might mean in terms of the constitutionality of it. Uh, the right to private property versus the, the the onus on the state to look after the common good. And journalist Hannah McCarthy rejoined us. Uh, who She is currently in Odessa in Ukraine, and she gave us the latest from on the ground there. All of those are available in patreon.com forward slash tortoise shack. It's the price of a fancy cup of coffee. Cheap point as I say. And uh, it keeps these mics on and the conversations happening. Please do consider joining us. Thanks for listening. Thanks for rating. Thanks for telling people about it. And uh, I won't delay any further. Enjoy the podcast. Hello and welcome to the Echo Chamber podcast. My name is Tony Groves and I continue to fly solo. Uh, his nibs is probably face down in a garlic cheese fries. That's what he likes to do on a Friday afternoon. He listens to Joe Duffy and then he passes out in garlic cheese fries from abracadabra It's his big, big event of the week. Let's not judge. Do not judge. That is really inappropriate because the topic we're going to talk about today is pretty serious. And I just want to spend all my time dunking on Martin McMahon. But nonetheless, we will move on very quickly. We are delighted to be rejoined on the podcast by Claire McGettrick. Listeners will know Claire. She's the co-founder of the Adoption Rights Alliance and she's a co-director of the Clan Project. Claire, thank you again for talking to us on the, on the Tortoise Shack. It's good to see you. Good to see you, Tony. Thanks for having me. It's. I was gonna say it's, it would almost be good if we weren't having these conversations that we didn't feel like we have to keep coming back to these issues. But here we are yet again. As I said to Noel Brown recently, we're back here again, and and the the situation is yet again newsworthy. There has been a portal launched. There has been a lot of hullabaloo about you know the the rights of adopted people to find out their identities and find out their informations. Can you just give me a sense, or listeners, a sense of you did a really good thread on on Twitter, and we'll point to that in this podcast. But can you give us a sense of, first of all, what the government have provided, and how you think it's going to work, and how it might operate, or how it might not operate?
1: Okay, so um, the so on Monday of this week, that was the third of October. Um, uh, the second part of um the Breath Information and Tracing Bill uh, commenced, and that uh, sort of marked the opening of um, statutory tracing and information services here in Ireland. It's the first time um, that that we've had uh, such services on a a statutory basis. Um, These services have been provided by the Adoption Authority and by Tusla. Um, And in a nutshell, what people can do is apply for records um, under a number of categories, um, apply for a tracing service and they can also register their preferences in terms of contact on the new contact uh, preference register. Um, yes, yeah, so as you say,
0: I I I did a thread um, the other day. I, 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 sorry, can I just be before you do that? I should I should note you already know your background. You already know yours, but you were doing this purely as as a as a if you were someone who who had these difficulties and maybe couldn't see the 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 wood from the trees this is how this is what it might look like as as a first timer that's 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 fair
1: yes although i'm 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 still sort of um for real applying for 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 my records too um because even though i you know i'm a long time I'm three decades um uh, uh, re- reunited now um nonetheless the state has refused repeatedly to give me my unredacted records
0: important to say um, that
1: yeah yeah so you know so um, who knows what will happen um, when I get my response back from this. So um, it, it served a dual purpose. And um, yeah, look at where we're um, volunteers and um, time is not always um, on our side. And I'm um, uh, supposed to be 100% focusing on a PhD right now. So uh, I figured the quickest and the easiest way to kind of help get people um, clued in um, if they were feeling a bit at sea um was to do a twitter thread with various screenshots Um, now since then we've kind of um morphed it a little bit into um i was due to be actually giving a talk in waterford and i morphed it into a kind of a a a powerpoint presentation but that's going to serve as an interim guide and we'll make that available probably sometime next week um for people we've kind of filled in some of the gaps as well as 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 kind of more information has come to light um about the new system um, and we keep updating it um as we go, go along. So yeah, I I um on Monday morning I, I I set about getting into the new system. Um so there are just to put people um in the picture, there are two um separate agencies that you can apply to. Um if you were legally adopted, or if you were um if you were adopted prior to 1952, for example, and your adoption would would have been subsequently legalized then you should apply to both the adoption authority and to TUSLA. And um, if you're not sure, just apply to both. Um, uh, TUSLA hold most of the, the, the sort of closed adoption agency records, like the familiar names, like St. Patrick's Guild, Vesper um,
0: Secretary Heart, Bespera, uh, et cetera. Um, we'll get the St. Patrick's Guild in a diff- for a different issue, but you go, go ahead. Sorry to interrupt. My my, my, my alma mater.
1: Um, but um yeah, and, and uh you know, the adoption authority um hold records for the likes of KUNOV and um the uh, impact, the Protestant Adoption Society and, and, and a couple of other um agencies as well. So um we we love all this information and indeed it's available on the Adoption Authority and TUSLA websites as well. Um so as I say, if in doubt, just apply to both. Um, you know, don't don't be afraid to apply to both. Um, there are to, to sort of start off, go to birthinfo.ie um and you can you'll sort of see um an option to apply for your records or apply for a tracing service. Um and there's a link to to, to apply to the adoption authority, a link to apply to TUSLA. Um the adoption authority um a system is is relatively straightforward um it's if you're not tech savvy you might kind of it's kind of like a frame within the the window that it's kind of it's a document sitting in the window that you're kind of using so if you're not familiar with that kind of thing you might get you know if you're not if you're not if you're not Happy with techie stuff. You might find that a bit clunky, but but other than that, it's actually for the most part fine. Mm-hmm. Um it's, it's quite a short form. And um, you do have to sign if you're doing it online. You have to sign using um, your mouse or your 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 trackpad, so that can be kind of a little bit difficult as well. But they will accept a mark um, I- instead. But, and and you're you're uploading photo ID and stuff like that. So it is it is safe. Yeah, and, yeah,
0: yeah. Um, you're, you're verifying these things, and these things are, are are fairly safe. But there are there you would identify a couple of shortfalls. I know there was one issue around um, identifying your GP that may not be possible for some people
1: yes so so in both systems so there's different categories of information that you can apply for um and um we are concerned about how that information is categorized uh, we're, we're worried that there will be um various interpretations of what the information means and that that will lead to records being withheld and um, but one of the categories is medical information and also family medical history and What that is, is, you know, if there's, you know, if if your mother left information on your file that she um, herself had an illness or somebody in her family had an illness, um, that 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 information should be passed on to you. Um, It's fully redacted. Um, um, from the outset, it's, uh, my understanding is that it's it's literally um, just whatever condition it was, and possibly the gender of um, the person that had it. So, breast cancer in a, in a female ant, or, or something like that. Um, nonetheless, and despite our protestations and our and, and our objections, the minister, um, Mr. Roderick Kegorman, insisted um, when the the legislation was making its way through the Araktes that this information. Would only be passed on to relevant people via their g p now this is causing huge problems that, you know it's, it's unnecessary in our view in the first place there's, there's, there should be absolutely no need for it
0: and there is and um, can i just say legally, there's no there 's no um requirement for that i mean this is not something that like the european Court of justice would would agree with this is not something that that uh, human rights organizations would agree with there should not this should not be I mean, we don't. This; these are people's personal information. It's not a matter for the the GP, and as such.
1: Yeah, I mean, like the, in this instance, it's um, so. it used to be just to clarify because I, I, I know you've had Noel on before, and you may well have covered the issue of medical information and that uh, being be, being passed on through through medical practitioners in terms of the department holding the commissions files. This is slightly different in that, um, so they've removed that in terms of a person's own medical records so say for example when you're in the mother and baby home but this is now information about your relatives your genetic relatives um, and the argument is that it has to go through a GP. However, as I say, it, these relatives are not identified in any way um, through, you know, and and you know, passing it on through a GP is not going to make them any, you know, more or less identifiable. Um, the problem is though that it, you know, for people who do not have GPs mm. and people, some people living outside of Ireland for various reasons, you know, we people in America, people in Asia. Um, for various reasons, cannot provide the name of a medical practitioner, yeah. and they've had to forfeit their right to ask for this information. Um, now, what we, w- we would suggest is, it's there's a space when you do click it, and you're asked to add a doctor's details. And um, we suggest that you write in that you cl- click the box anyway, and write in that you 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 know you haven't got a GP or for. Sp- some reason you can't give a doctor's name and um i i certainly um for legitimate what,
0: reasons they can't give a doctor's name let's let's be very clear on this you know you no know,
1: yeah i mean and look at as i say i mean to be very clear as well you know this situation is not something that either the adoption authority or TUSLA can bypass. This mm. is a situation of the minister's making. Mm. Um, and he was warned that that this is, you know, this is going to be an issue, and he ignored our our, our concerns. Um it will, re- it will require a change in the law to actually undo this particular mess. Um, but as I say, in the meantime, for people who who I mean, like most people want their obviously want their genetic. Um, medical history um is what's one of the first things a doctor will ask you. Um so look, click the box, put it in that you're, you know, um that 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 you can't get it the name of the GP for whatever reason um and then try and take it up with Tusla or the adoption authority after that. And um you know certainly um you know I I, I was speaking with Tusla I, I was pleased to report they actually checked in. They actually reached out after I did my thread. Um, I'll I'll report positive news where it happens. Very and, good. Um, and they did say that they would re- they would check in with the department on on this issue as well. Um, because I explained that. I, the- I
0: I, I, I no, this is going to be a complete tangent, so I don't expect you to comment. But I think it's funny because the this Irish state actually, funny enough, inv- invested in a company that said its ambition was to have a DNA digital. A digital DNA fingerprint for Ireland, and this is one of these type type of companies that we know are sprouting up all over the world. Where it's you know twenty three and Me and all of these all of these organizations. And the Irish state invested state funds into one of these right down right down the road from us here in Dublin city centre. Uh, they, they they put this money in, and then you have this on the flip side where you're talking to people who are actually survivors. I know, Claire, you weren't expecting me to bring that up, but it just seems to me to be contradictory, you know.
1: Yeah, I mean and look, I should also say that um, you know, like I didn't actually know that the state invested um there, but I mean DNA services like that have been a lifeline for many, many affected people, you know, because oh, I, do. I, 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 and,
0: don't, I don't approve of these DNA services, yeah. by the way. I, 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 I understand you there's a need for them for certain people, but I also think you know we're giving data to to private organizations and uh like uh, anyway nonetheless i digress and and, and um right. myself myself and simon Magar have had had conversations about this uh, this 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 data and data privacy particularly when it comes to genetic material but i understand what speaking to say noel for example how it how it it helped her fast forward her story years ahead of what the state because. were willing to do Precise. And uh, yeah. so, 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 I've just totally contradicted my entire argument by by telling you the truth of, of how it helped her. Look, we shouldn't have to.
1: We no. shouldn't have to use these services to do it. Um, you know, and I won't be telling yourself and Simon um the extent to which um I have used myself as a guinea pig in all of these various services to do up our guides and stuff. But um, uh, you have <laughs> let's not. Let's not. Yes. Yeah. Um, but. Um, you know, as I say, they are useful um to, to people, but yes, absolutely. I mean, and that's the irony of the state, of course, if the state is, is investing. Oh
0: into- yes, usually, usually it was it was it's it's a matter of public record now that they've put state money into it. I I the portal itself, can I ask one question that's kind of obvious that jumps out from a data protection um perspective to me? Is it any simpler than say a standard access request was previously is it a better system now than what what they had if you were to do with the NSA or a DPO sort of example
1: so uh, yeah so 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 sorry there's two as I say there's the two systems the AI Mm. one is not the adoption authority one um isn't a portal it's more like as I say it's a kind of a document within your screen that you're kind of filling in um I'm, I'm sorry I should say for any listeners that aren't kind of comfortable with filling them in online both can be downloaded on offline and printed and if you haven't got a printer you can contact either the adoption authority or tusla and they will print it out and send it out to you yeah. so um the tusla one is a portal and they um apparently chose to do the portal mechanism apparently they use this for other um sort of elements of their work as well um uh what they told me was that they 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 used this because of sort of confidentiality and 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 security reasons um uh you know in light of the fact that they have a cyber attack and and, and what not um now you know uh, fine, okay, but it is very 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 clunky if you're somebody um who's trying to get their information you're sort of it was for those of us who were trying to get it set up on the on the Monday morning. And um, obviously there was a surge and you had a situation where, you know, you had um, everybody was trying to set up an account and nobody was getting their verification email back from the fact that they had set up, set up an account. So they couldn't kind of move forward in the system. And, and now I think that's kind of largely resolved itself. Um, so like, look, at, on the one hand, it's secure. On the other hand, it is it's difficult at times to kind of get, you know, to to if you, especially if you're kind of a bit nervous around the kind of techie end of things. Um, it's is it simpler than a SAR? Not really. No, it's not. You know, um, and again, because of how information is defined under the legislation, um, it's sort of when you come to the part where you have to sort of say what information you want, you have to kind of tick all these boxes
0: um, as if you'd only want like yeah yeah okay I, I, I i'd like you to tell me about these three months but not the other the other four months no, or whatever. Yeah, I, like, like, like yeah i don't i i honestly i'm at this a long time i've met
1: hundreds and hundreds of adopted people and i have never once met an adopted person who wants less information about themselves And um, mm-hmm. but the minister insisted on doing it this way where you could only select blah 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 or blah um look it's fine but again I can see people kind of getting confused because, you know, especially in the two circles, it is only after each thing. And so look, yeah, you know, it is kind of, uh, I do understand security concerns, but it is very, very uh, clunky. They've, they're accepting feedback, which is good. I'm, mm. I'm pleased um, because there was one particular area where we we're very sort of concerned about the, um, there was a question asked, um, and it was right after the section about tracing, Um mm. And um, you're asked to input details of uh, any other like previous information, tracing or contact that you may have had with with um, family members, um, um, including efforts that you would have done yourself. And what on <laughs> earth could yeah. be a possible reason for this? How is that relevant? And um, I don't know. And it just seems excessively um, intrusive in my view. And um, I just couldn't possibly think of what the purpose was. So um, I asked. And apparently um, the motivation behind the question is um, around getting in for as many records as possible in from. So you may have dealt with a a help board years back or whatever. Nonetheless, you wouldn't get that. From the way the question was phrased, and moreover, the way that your your sorry your own endeavours, your own private research, your own private family relationships are matters for yourself mm. Th- that has no bearing on records. Now, again, I will give credit where it's due. They've agreed to change the wording. Um, it hasn't been changed yet, but the I'm, I, yeah,
0: I'm, you're you're a very generous soul, Claire. Uh, I just. <laughs> Just <laughs> reporting the facts, Tony. <laughs> I know, no, I appreciate that, and I, and I shouldn't be so flippant. But I, you know, um, I'm I'm also cognizant of that. This has been years and years and years and years and years and years of 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 people like yourselves lives dedicated to this, and as you said, volunteers doing this and this do it and then fix it as we go along. Um, mentality really sticks in my throat, and the idea that you know. We throw um, FOIs and SARs in uh, as as a as an outlet as as the tortoise shack all the time, and you're thinking, you know, this is this is the we come up against barriers, but my God, we we, we you know, I'm not as personally invested, so I find I find it knowing that the brooks and i also aware that listeners are probably going what are these nerds talking about <laughs> but we are complete nerds when it comes to this stuff because it matters it's about getting that granular detail for people to tell their stories to know their stories and that's what's um, really frustrating the other thing and it's again i i don't know how much of this we, we're going we will get into but the idea the last time I spoke to Noel, actually, it was around the idea that the, yet again the state had turned around and said yes, we'll give you this independent review. We've lost the case. We understand that the the actual um, the great report that we've produced has been undermined by the by the by the the legal courts. The legal the professions have said no, it it shouldn't stand, and now we're hearing a change of, of mood music saying, well, the reason we dropped this independent review is because of legal issues. I, if first of all, maybe I've jumped too far ahead. Can you give me your sense of how we've gone from the dropping of the independent review to now whereby it's, it's not only is it not happening, it's, it's kind of, it's for, for the greater good that it's not happening. Um, yeah, I mean, look, I,
1: I, I've got to confess when, when I, Heard about it first back in when in I think twenty twenty one I kind of I did think to myself gosh I've I've reservations about how this thing might work and and who 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 might be lined up to do it and um but at the same time in the back of my head I was kind of going to bet you that'll never happen mm. um it, you know it's kind of too good to be true um you know and um you know it's not the first time sort of complex legal reasons have been trotted out in this area in terms of not doing the right thing. And um, you know the the legislation we're just discussing being one such uh, in, uh matter. look at I mean it, you know it's um you know, I don't buy the government's excuse for for not doing this, um, you know um there's there's talk of the the uh, consequences of of having such a review, but there's absolutely no consideration of the consequences for us. That the official state record, yet again, you know. So first we had the McAleese report saying there was no abuse in the laundries. Now we've got a mother and baby home report saying there was no forced adoption. Saying um all sorts of nonsense, frankly, about um about people who have been subjected to human rights violations, and it's not good enough. And it's there as the official state record. Thankfully, we've um we did have successful high court actions um, and um, alongside the report, the outcome of that action is sitting in the Oireachtas library and on on the Oireachtas website. Um, But nonetheless, and here's the crucial part, the government still uses that report, that deeply, deeply flawed report to inform its measures of redress for affected people. And, you know, that's where the problem is. It's, and, and um, moreover, this bill the information tracing bill is also categorized as a measure of redress mm. um, and as a, a sort of a a, a lot the, it's the logic behind most people um for example who weren't institutionalized or were less than 6 months in an institution it's the logic for excluding them um from monetary d- redress most people i know who were adopted or in that position want all of their records but I don't think this bill is going to give that, you know, I don't I don't think that's going to happen. And I, I hope I'm wrong. Well, well,
0: well, let's let's not take your word for it and my word for it. Let's talk about Mairead Ma- Enright, who is a legal academic and people like has been on this podcast a few times as well. But she said the suggestion that the only way to protect the constitutional rights of those denied an adequate chance to participate in the commission's post publication is for them to sue individually in the high court is going way too far. Because this is the kind of idea that we're going down to to now, where it's it's this, I ugly, ugly scene where the state seems to be saying, "Well, look, that's the vehicle that we've left out there for you, and you need some serious means to be able to to avail of these things and to be able to do this." I mean, I I I was dealing with a whistleblower via Martin recently, and one of the responses from one of the large employers who was involved was, "We know they haven't got deep enough pockets to." to take this on this is that on a mass scale
1: yeah um you know i i i think um as i always say like the you know don't be fooled into thinking you know that the state's response over the last number of decades to uh so-called historical abuses has been um you know because the state wants to um it's rather been the process of wearing us down um you know and You know the state learning all the time from our strategies and learning ways of wearing us out completely and um you know um it it was ridiculous last year and the beginning of this year and you know the rate at which legislation in this area was was just rammed through the oireachtas without so much as a care in the world for whether we would be able to engage effectively with that process and you know again i remind everybody you know you're talking about people who've been subjected to to injustices to human rights violations here and you know so it's it's too easy to see headline oh a bill has been brought forward for x or y but behind that is a huge you know it's like it's it's a huge process and um, you know and we haven't you know we 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 haven't been able to be heard in a very long time not effectively heard in a very very long time
0: yeah i i i am also very oh, it's always a very difficult thing for me as a let's tell the truth Claire. i have i have the emotional depth of of a toilet seat but i'm also a big wuss in another way and i also find when i ask these questions and I, I i'm always afraid of re-traumatizing people because i know but I've, I've heard from people who said they were sitting on the bus and the ad came on for these things and they're saying, well, this actually is my life that you're talking about now. Now it's open and it's not the truth. The truth isn't that they've done this thing that 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 they said they were going to help me with. And it hasn't happened. And I do feel again, yet again, you know, she'll kill me because we keep quoting um, Noelle's um Delay, deny, and wait for me to die. Um, tact, but but this it, it does it continues to echo. Echo, And I mean, you yourself only 15 minutes ago mentioned, um, I, I tongue in cheek, you said your alma mater, St. Patrick's Guild. But I mean, I, I look at what Conal said, you know, and again, a quote it's amazing to hear politicians and ministers talk about the emerging issues of St. Patrick's Guild and illegal registrations. I mean. Connell himself has been writing for them for years. These are not. This is not new news, and yet we're we're supposed to believe that history started now, and we can Everything forget it.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah, you know, um, um, you know, despite the fact that Connell was winning awards in two thousand and ten and eleven for his work in the area, you yeah. know, um, you know, and and you know, by the way, illegal adoptions were were around long before then and um, the irony being that when like one of the, the kind of earlier times we I think possibly the first time I spoke to Connell um was after myself and Susan Lowen had been in an Eroctus uh committee um and we were talking about illegal adoptions we'd been kind of on a break from all of these issues for a while because it does it does wear you down and um we realized that nobody knew anything about anything really about any of this stuff. And we thought, gosh, we can break out the bra- greatest hits again. And so we started talking all about the illegal adoptions, the, you know, um, the treatment um, of people by St. Patrick's Guild and other agencies still open at that time. And Conal picked up the phone and was like, are you serious about all of this stuff? Yeah. yeah, well, yeah, yeah the yeah. first time it had actually kind of landed with somebody in a long, long time, like where somebody was actually interested in believing us that, 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 you know, so this has been,
0: Around for quite a while, and nobody's been listening. You know, um, or if well, they haven't, it's not been in their interest to listen. I often use the phrase, and it's it's very true. It's impossible to get someone to to understand something if their very salary depends upon them not doing so. Indeed, <laughs> and we suffer from that hugely when it comes to issues like this. I I will, and again, another big digression. But I sat in Buswells as they launched the the, the appeal for Horn of Africa for for the. This The hunger and the starvation and the food insecurity that's happening there. And I sat amongst TDs and senators and they all thanked, they all to a man insisted on their 90 seconds to put their hand up to say, I want to thank you for this presentation today. And I thought if a lowly podcaster knew that this has been going on for months and every one of them said, I'm so glad this I, I had no idea this was happening my God, why are we paying you one hundred and twenty grand a year? um and I do think there's a huge problem when it comes to not wanting to know Claire, and I see that more and more and apologies for for a little rant, but this stuff really gets to me when i when I see it all, as systemic. Can I ask one thing if we can bring this bring this to sort of a close for today for today, sadly, because we will be back here, no doubt. Are we making progress? Are we getting closer to what you have want what you want the process to look like are we going to get are we getting there somehow or are we still running up against a brick wall
1: i mean look in some ways um you know in some ways we're making progress in that you know i think we're we're a movement now in, in, in and we've been saying that you know particularly since October 2020 you know um the public really got behind us when they realized what the government was trying to do in sealing um um the archive of the commission um but you know in other ways it's getting harder um you know because of the tactics of the state and how the state has conducted itself and um, particularly in the last couple of years um but it's kind of been increasingly getting there um you know but, so we're we're kind of it's just kind of different um you know um like look i hope i you know i i'm very conscious that this new legislation the information and tracing legislation will mean a hell of a lot to a lot of people as well and and i do i genuinely hope that people have positive experiences. It's it's an instance where I would really love to be proven wrong. You know, I'd love to put up my hands and say, "Listen, I, I got it wrong. There has been a culture change. It's wonderful." Um, you know, I don't think that's going to happen. But get, you know, I will. You know, I you know, I I will. You can hold me to that. I'll do it. You know. Yeah, um, sure. but you know, I think like these things don't change overnight. You know, they they um, you know, and. Uh, we're, we're de- like given the way this that the that, that things panned out in terms of the legislation itself going through the system the definitions under the legislation it's deliberately restrictive you know um but but unfortunately the minister claims black is white and we're supposed to accept that um you know i should say i i meant to say at the outset tony for people who are replying
0: please do yeah
1: um, so we're strongly recommending that people apply under the gdpr and the legislation okay and the reason we're 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 recommending that there's one there's a lot of reasons but one of the main ones is you'll get a schedule under gdpr of all of the records in the file and that will help you recognize what's been withheld from you
0: what's not there
1: you know, now under GDPR, you might actually find that records that you get under the legislation are regis- are redacted under the GDPR, and and you know we'd argue they shouldn't be. But you know, look, don't don't worry too much about that. But it's still important. Or if you've already done the GDPR, uh, SAR go ahead and and, and you're fine. You you don't need to do another one. And um, the other thing is, if you're somebody who's not covered in the legislation the gdpr is open to you we think you should have statutory rights for example mothers relatives of deceased people Um, but definitely use gdpr and um, we've we've uh, set up a url of adoption.ie forward slash help for anybody who needs um sort of guidance um in in, in, in we'll have an interim guide up hopefully next week um, to help people navigate the legislation. But in the meantime, there's all sorts of kind of resources up there, including peer support. We run a peer support group on Facebook for for affected people. And you can kind of log on there and have a good old rant about um, trying to get through the system or check in with other people. And it's 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 a it's it's a really great way to kind of just kind of blow off a bit of steam or and, and just simply get support from other people.
0: Claire, um, first of all, thank you so much again for talking to me. We will see that clip we've just done there, folks. We're going to put that out as a, as a standalone, so people know about that. As the outside says, you'll all you'll all know how if anybody is affected, how how is the best way to navigate it. It's interesting. Before we close, to say that GDPR, despite what the minister had said to us previously uh you know he did he they didn't have a veto on uh who who could stand up the gdpr or not the uh the EU laws d- d- does actually supersede um his opinion and the opinion of some other people uh but but nonetheless I think that's that's really good advice Claire McGgettrick thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me again today I I'd love to tell you that uh, we won't be back here in a few months having another conversation with something else, but I I think we'd both be lying to another. But I really appreciate it, and um and yeah, we wish you all the best. And and again, I'm just glad that you 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 share with us and our listeners the the the, the struggles because it continues to be a struggle. But thank you again,
1: pleasure. Thanks, Tony.
0: Listen folks, we'll be back on Sunday. Oh, so we've a couple of things coming which are which are going of interest to to you all, but you know what? I I won't spoil them. So there's there's a few things in the can on the way. So um one one thing I will spoil is uh, Ballymoon Well Wellfest. Yeah, we're going to be headlining it uh, in the Axis Theatre and I can't wait. It's going to be great. I, I, I just I'm going home. I'm going back to Ballymoon, folks, and I'm just thrilled about it. Talk to you all soon. Take care. Bye-bye.
1: Tony and Martin, Martin and Tony, speaking to interesting people only. It's the Echo Chamber Podcast. Subscribe now on page.